Welcome back, guys, to So This Is 30 Podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Bay. And we're here today with our very first guest. I'm so excited to ha- introduce you guys to Tori, the organizer. She's here with us today, and she is going to get my shit in order because I am the most disorganized person ever. And Bay is a, little bit, a lot more organized than me. I'm not even going to say a little, a lot. Yeah, but I still have so many questions. And I know we put out some story questions yesterday. And you guys had some questions. So we're so excited to kind of just dig in and pick your organization brain, Tori. So thank you for having me. And I hope that I'll be helpful. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us about your background. How did you get started? Um, so I was born to be an organizer. <laughs> I was that weird three-year-old who was like, cleanup time. Excellent. Oh, or my like, God. oh yeah, so I'm nothing. If, I wish it was a joke, but friends would be like, do you want to come over and clean my room? And I'd be like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, so funny. So we really like, were born for this. It's like, re, like, whatever job I worked in, like, I used to be a journalist. And, like, the newsroom storage room, like, I always made sure, you know, because that was not at all my job. Yeah. Um, and it just, it was one of those things when it happened, it was like, oh, okay, this makes complete sense. And it made complete sense to everyone I knew. Yeah, because <laughs> you were just, like, organizing everybody's stuff probably all the all time. All the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should have been friends back then. <laughs> I'd have been like, hey, want to come over? Clean <laughs> my room for me. My friends used to. I used to like equally space my hangers. Uh-huh. Yes, because I'm that. Person. Oh my god! And my friends would take joy in coming over and pushing my hangers together. Do you know? I literally in this house that I just moved into. That was like the first thing I did was when I did like my closet room or whatever. Was I switched out all my hangers with all my clothes because they were all like you know the plastic one, the right. one from the dry cleaners, the mm-hmm. black one, like random, and I put them all in like black velvet, and I was like wow this makes such a difference my life has changed like just because I changed my hangers I thought I was like the most organized person I did the same thing but it's still not as organized yeah no I mean like all the hangers match yeah I feel like I try to stick to the hangers because I feel like at at bare minimum that's what I feel like well those makes it look the best well those hangers actually too like there's a functional purpose for them like I think when I first started out I thought it wasn't like it wasn't that big of a deal because, you know, you could change out your hangers, you could use whatever type, but those actually do save a lot of space. Yeah. And they look really pretty, too. They look way they better do. than the white, weird plastic ones I had before, and <laughs> I had, like, all these different colors, and it was just, like, horrible. <laughs> um, so, we wanted to kind of, I guess we can start with going um, down, like, some questions or some tips. Yeah, because I need to get myself organized. Okay, so... Let's say, first question for you. Yeah. What are some easy changes a disorganized person with limited time like myself can do to become more organized? So I think, too, it's a matter of setting your priorities because I kind of like an organization to exercise. Mm -hmm. So I would be an extreme exerciser. Like, I actually take joy in cleaning up in my apartment and creating systems and doing the same for my clients. Mm -hmm. But a lot of my clients are busy people. And it's, you know, like good, better, best, do you want or need perfection? Or are there areas where if it was better, that would be helpful enough to you? Okay. Um, I think a good way to start with little things is looking at problem areas. You know, so a big thing for people is in the bedroom, the clothing chair. Yeah. So people just throw stuff on that chair. Oh, yeah, I have a clothing ottoman. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not, if you look at the problem, you're not. it's not that you don't put your clothes away. That's not the issue. The issue is that there are things that you use. Like, you might wear the same pajamas for, okay, maybe I wear my pajamas for a week. Oh, no, so, I totally wear the same pajamas. You're not the only like, one. It's not, and you wouldn't put those away because they're interim. They're right. still being used. Or, like, my husband will wear the same jeans for a week, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a matter of putting it away. It's how to deal with that specific issue. So what I suggest for people is three hooks. 
So three hooks for you, three hooks for your partner. And that's where you put, like, I put my robe on there. You know, I put the pajamas that I'm wearing. Sometimes people wear workout gear two days in a row. Mm -hmm. But having those three hooks is a place for the interim to go. And then you can stop using the clothing chair. Um, But so I think, yeah, I think that's a really great suggestion that works for a lot of people. But I would say only three hooks because six hooks, you get, like, a clothing wall. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's so true because I do. I wear my pajamas more than once. And I have this, like, beautiful bench that (laughs) in my room. And I just throw things on top of it. And it's because I don't know where to put it. It's It's like, well, I'm going to use it again. So the hook is a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because to continue to, like, when you think about continuing to, like, put something away every single day that you know you're going to take out again, you're just like, oh, I'll just throw it here. Right. I'll come back. But a hook is like, that. yeah, that's so genius. Right. It doesn't make any sense to actually put it away. Yeah. Because I already wore it, too. So I don't want to put it with clean clothes. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Another one is a huge issue I have is parting with things I hoard makeup and clothes especially how can I part with items without feeling guilty or like I'm making a huge mistake so I think a good way to help people part with things is to add meaning so you know I really discuss donation with my clients all the time and so when someone says you know I'm I'm gonna throw this away I'm gonna get rid of this I change the language every single time of Mm -hmm. you're donating you're donating it you're giving it a second life wouldn't it be awesome like you know if a client's getting rid of something designer and she's donating it I always like to say to them like Wow, how cool would that be if you couldn't afford a designer purse and you found one at Goodwill? Like, that's a really wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. Or, you know, I have a sister. A lot of people have close friends where they'd be like, you know what, I'm not going to use this makeup, but my sister would, my friend would. Unfortunately, you can't donate open things like that. But really just, you know, getting your friends together and figuring out, oh, you would like this or this person would like this. Yeah, I think specifically for us, since we're bloggers, right, you're probably talking more about product. Yeah. Like makeup, skincare, stuff that we get that maybe like we don't have time to try or we just can't try because we're like doing something else. And like I have like my offices filled and filled with just stuff that I get from brands. And Mm -hmm. I feel so bad because it's actually like clothes and it's like expensive stuff that I get and it just sits there because I'm like what am I going to do with this I can't put every single skincare thing that I get on my face because I'll break out or whatever like I can't try everything so I always it's so funny my friends know now that like if they come over they're leaving with a good bag like it's (laughs) like a known thing like if you come over my house you're getting gifts so Mm -hmm. they literally like come over and leave with like a bag of stuff like makeup or skincare whatever because I'm like I don't know what else to do with it well you know what actually is a really good suggestion depends where you live but battered women's shelters or homeless shelters mm-hmm. if you think about it yeah. people come in for you know, sometimes one night two nights mm-hmm. and so they actually love like hotel toiletries things like that and like how amazing would it be if you're like you're in a battered women's shelter clearly your night your life is not going the way that you want it to and you have some awesome skincare products yeah that... that's so fun that usually you wouldn't be able to probably afford exactly yeah. no that's so true because I mean, at this point, I think that everyone in my family has an abundance of things <laughs> because I've given it to them. Yeah. Right. So even now at this point, they're just like, thanks. What do I do with all this? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. So that's a really good point to make and giving it to someone who is in need yeah. of it. Yeah. And also, like, another point on that is to do an ongoing donation bag or an ongoing mm-hmm. better woman shelter bag where, like, I always have my clients have a bag open mm-hmm. and anytime I think of something I put it in there you know I only donate that bag once every few months but it's always there and open right. so when I think I don't really want this I just throw it in right away yeah and it's not like in your face too yeah, yeah. it's in the closet yeah I love that so I have a question for you how do you feel about the saying when you purchase something new you get rid of something old uh, so the thing is with organization I'm not a fan of any hard and fast rules mm-hmm. because like I really try and get this across to my clients that 
they're a unique person and something that worked for their friend they'll be like my friend did this and it was really great and I'm like you're not your friend so that being said like the one in one out I actually do kind of agree with because Mm -hmm. if you get down to a baseline of these are the things I own these are the things that fit in my closet well yeah then if you do purchase one thing it would make sense to let go of something else that being said I don't think you should just be like I'm sacrificing this shirt because I need something you know to get out right which that's where the donation bag again comes into play because rather than spending your time doing like a whole run through of your closet what the donation bag is there for is when you pick up that shirt and you make that face that goes Eh, and you put it back in every Mm -hmm. time you know you never actually wear it yeah that's when you drop it in so I think if you're conscious of things are leaving as things come in I think that's a good way to make it work no I love that so I should probably get rid of those jeans I've been holding on to (laughs) I have so many high school clothes I feel like I've been holding like I've just hoard my stuff I'm so scared to throw things away or like get rid of them yeah me too because I'm like oh it could come back in style and it does though or I'm like oh it'll fit me like when I lose weight or like I can get back into my like size double zero jeans I wore in ninth grade like it's totally fine (laughs) well my my response always when the weight question comes up because everyone men and women whenever I'm in their closet Mm -hmm. I always like to use the phrase how does it feel to have guilt hanging in your closet Oh my oh. god, that <laughs> is so true. It really does make you feel so bad about yourself. Right. You stare yeah. at those jeans that you're like, wow, I haven't worn those f- in five years because they don't fit me. Why yeah. am I still staring at right. them five years later? Right. Yeah. When it's like, when you sit there and you're like, oh, like I'm actually a happy, you know, beautiful person right now. Mm-hmm. And like, these things fit me right now. Yeah. It's people romanticize past clothing or clothing that is too small for them. Yeah. But the truth is, if you like actually were that size, would you be like, yeah, those jeans from high school? Yeah, no, you probably not. I would probably go back and wear other things that I probably, like, don't feel comfortable wearing now. Like, I would go buy things that I'd be like, you know, like that crop top that I'm like, oh, I'm not skinny enough for that. Like, I'll go buy that instead if I was that size. I wouldn't go back to my double zero jeans from, like, wet seal in ninth grade. (laughs) No, it's And also, like, the thing about the clothing coming back into fashion. Yes, it is true for some clothing. Right. But it's also an excuse. Like, you know, it's like, you're like, this could totally happen. And so I'm the person there with my client saying, like, but will it? Yeah. And if it did, would you want to wear that? Just because it's fashionable doesn't mean you want to wear it. Right. Like, my Juice Couture tracksuits. Like, (laughs) yeah. I don't think. I I think think they came. And I think they actually came back for like a hot minute. They did. They did. Like, literally two seconds. And I think everyone realized, like, nah, it's not happening. Yeah. They came back, but not the ones with like juicy on the butt, you know? No, no, not those. No, those are like more modern juicy tracks. Yeah. RIP juicy. I think they seriously just lasted like 10 minutes, and everyone was like, now we're over these again. Yeah, it's not happening again. So speaking of getting rid of things, how do you know when it's time to actually let something go? So the thing is, is like I really try and help people get in touch with their gut instinct. Mm-hmm. The truth is, you know, like yeah. I never actually answer. So this is what happens. And sometimes my clients hate this. I'll say, they'll say, do you think I should get rid of this? And I'll say, I don't know. Do you? <laughs> and they're like, no, make the decision. And I'm like, but it's not my stuff. So it doesn't matter. Right. Like, so it's. You know, asking yourself questions like, have I used it? Mm-hmm. Do I, and not even just have I used it, because then people are like, well, if I haven't used it in a year, I don't actually agree with that one. The question is more, are you going to use it again? Right. You know, maybe you have a beautiful dress that you really love, but really it was that one occasion. Mm-hmm. But thinking about it as something that like, hey, I'm going to give it a second life by donating it and yeah. someone's going to love it. I think it's it's a really individual process, but that's why I like having the open donation bag because when that gut instinct hits of, oh, I actually don't need it, right. 
you put it in the bag. You don't have to go back and go through, like, yeah. because I, a lot of people find it torturous to go through all of their stuff at once. Yeah, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It is yeah. a lot. Yeah. And you know what's funny is, um, I think it was probably, like, a couple months ago, and, like, I just was having one of those days where I was just like, I hate everything on me. I was just like mm-hmm. in one of those moods where I was like, I don't even know if it's like PMSing or what. I was just in a mood where I was like, ew, I hate all my clothes. Nothing fits me. I hate myself. <laughs> Whatever. So it just was like an excuse for me to literally t- tear apart my closet. And I was pulling things out that I had been staring at for like years. Right. And I was like, I don't want this anymore. I don't want this anymore. This doesn't fit me anymore. And I'm like, and I literally send it. It was all of a sudden I look and there was like 10 minutes later, there's huge crazy piles all over the floor. <laughs> and I send my husband a picture and he's like, oh my God, did we get robbed? And I was like, no, I'm just in a mood. It's fine. And I literally filled up seven black garbage bags. That's awesome. To donate. And I was like, I could not believe it. But then the only thing is because I was on a rampage on that day, I definitely went back and wanted to go look for like specific pieces of clothing. I was like, oh, that was in the rampage bag. I can't get that again (laughs) to like rebuy it because I was like went a little too crazy. There's like sometimes, well, the biggest thing when people go too crazy is uh, pregnant women. So we pull out a pregnant oh, woman and they're like, that makes so much nothing sense. fits you, I'm getting yeah. rid of everything. And I'm like, you're pregnant. And like, they get yeah. so frustrated, I'm yeah, sure. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're not getting rid of all your clothes right now. You're pregnant. Yes. <laughs> Deep breaths. Yeah. That's At some so point, true. the baby's going to be yes. not in your belly anymore and you can wear these clothes again. Yes. <laughs> so where do you think, I think this is like a big question from, from a lot of people. I, I got, um, I got a few to my stories too, um, where do you buy organization products from? Like, where's the best place to shop for, like, organizational products? So I think people are, you know, I 100% of the time people are like, I'm going to go to the container store and spend $800 before. Yeah, I always think about, like, the container store. Okay, look, I love the container store. It's fun to go in. Right. But it is not the only place to buy organization stuff, Mm -hmm. and especially if you're on a budget. So a good thing to know is stores like TJ Maxx, Home Goods actually sell a lot of the same brands as the container store. Oh, wow. They don't sell them in the same, like, you maybe can't get a certain size of something or a certain color but like I you know I always say to my clients like where are you most comfortable shopping Bed Bath & Beyond has stuff Home Depot has stuff yeah you know Amazon has stuff so I just I look around and really kind of see what's the deal but you don't have to shop at the container store right yeah Um, and if you do I always you know so I never send my clients in there without a shopping list because oh, I feel like they'll just go crazy oh yeah. yeah yeah and the truth of the matter is so a lot of people will say to me before they work with me they're like um, you know, do you want me to pick anything up? And the truth of the matter is 90% of the time they already have enough stuff in their house that I can use and repurpose mm-hmm. because people are very intense about organizing and they use things and then they buy things and don't know how to use them. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's definitely like, um, where like my husband, I, I recently bought him like these sock organizers. It was like, I guess it was like drawer organizers more for like, cause he has like the one dresser like in our, in like my closet room. Mm-hmm. I gave him like one dresser. <laughs> he got, yes. like, six drawers. Are yeah, I know. I'm kind sometimes. Um, but I gave him like these six drawers. And I mean they're pretty big drawers, so you know what? Whatever. Um, but like I got him like organizing because I'm the one who really puts away his clean laundry. Right. And so I was like getting really frustrated with all his stuff because it was just like stuffed in there. Like it's just t-shirt stuff mixed with like boxers, mixed with socks, and I was like going crazy. I was like, I can't do this. So I went to Amazon and I bought him like like, you know, drawer organizers. Right. And I organized everything. It took me, like, two hours to sit there and, like, I put, like, the socks had a place, the bo- and I made him a free drawer. Like, it was great. Right. And within, like, a week, a week, 
I look in his drawers and all of his shirts and everything is like to the side scrunched in the back of the drawer and the organizers are empty. And I was like, really? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to refill them every single time I put away your clothes. I'm like, not happening. So I ended up just like getting frustrated and taking them out. And I was like, just deal with it on your, like, on your own. It's, I can't. So there's two things about that. Number one is that a lot of times the issue is not the, that you need a bin. Yeah. The issue is that you have too much stuff. Yeah. And so if you don't take care of that actual issue, you can add as many, you know, pretty organizers as you yeah, want, but it's right. not going to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really like trying to drill down to what the actual, because like there are some organizers who are very aesthetic and right. it's, I'm very function based function systems. And I worked briefly for these women where they were like, let's just make it look pretty. And I was like, but that's not going to help people in the long yeah. run. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really trying to figure out, right. If, if I would, you know, if your husband will allow it, like going through his stuff and really trying to decide. Um, and actually it blogs on my website where it's like a step-by-step process where you can do this. And then another thing too is like if you're living with a partner, having this mutual respect where most likely one person will be more organized than the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's that like, hey, I put this system into place. You don't have to keep it perfectly, but I'd appreciate you respecting that I put something in place. Yeah. I'm hysterically laughing right now <laughs> because my husband is the organized one and I am the one who goes in <laughs> like a bat out of hell and just ruins everything. The poor man, like he will make the apartment look like you walk in and you're just like, wow, like this place is spectacular it's so pristine i'm there for one hour <laughs> one hour and it's like the tasmanian devil went through everything oh my god that's hilarious oh god. so it definitely is give and take poor man yeah and then <laughs> and then sometimes you have like me and my husband where it's like the outside of the house is clean and he's very like he likes to like have everything look nice and the kitchen is always good and stuff but then when yeah. you look inside the drawers it's literally like a tornado hit like yeah. everything yeah, is just stuffed mm-hmm. in and I'm like oh my god but then and then I'm the opposite where my clothes might be like piled on the ottoman but then my drawers are like pristine so it's definitely like either way but I mean speaking of products like if you were to give maybe your two favorite products for somebody just getting started with organization, what would you recommend and why? Um, so let's see. So some of my favorites, things that like I seem to always be sending to people are quite honestly like the slimline hangers. So there's the velvet ones. Some people don't like them. Um, there's a plastic version. So mm-hmm. slim hangers really just helps out a lot of people because you can fit more clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing that I'm constantly recommending is spin trays in the kitchen, a mm-hmm. nine inch one. Um, Because you can put them in the cupboards, you can put your oils, vinegars, things like that. Mm -hmm. So even if there's stuff at the back of a cabinet, when you spin the tray, you can see it at the front. Mm -hmm. You can put them in your fridge. Like, they're kind of endlessly useful in the kitchen. That sounds really helpful. So things only fall on top of me. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, I actually (laughs) don't have any of them. Like, our house came with, like, in the kitchen, we have two Lazy Susans on each corner. Okay. So Mm -hmm. those are super helpful because one, I have, like, containers and, like, the salad spinner and, like, things like that. And then the other one, I have, like, food spices cans and stuff so it's so good to be able to like turn but like in cabinets I never thought of that to have like a yeah. the same kind the of idea nine inch not 12 inch because 12 inch is too big and things get lost on the middle okay mm-hmm. so nine inch is much better awesome interesting good. yeah definitely I'm gonna go buy myself some <laughs> of those right same. <laughs> so speaking of kitchens um I feel like this is like kind of like going back a little bit but you know how cribs and everybody had that like awesome refrigerator where mm-hmm. everything's organized it looks so nice like Yolanda Foster style is there any tips to like make your refrigerator neat clean and organized um I think zones is really important so okay. like and it's also a good way to not waste food 
So, mm-hmm. you know, if cheese is in one place, cheese is in one place. It doesn't right. need to be on three different shelves. Okay. You know, same with if you have cans, I'd put them all in one place. Like, there are those people who they get containers for their fridge and they get containers. And that's great. And if that's something that you want to do, go for it. It's mm-hmm. not something that you need and it's not something that you need for things to function. Right. I'd say if there's one thing that you were going to put in a fridge to help you keep things organized is maybe if you use a lot of cans, you could put a can organizer in a fridge. Right. Okay. Um, but really, yeah, just like I always put the leftovers on the same shelf. I always put like that's because what you're really trying to do is teach people systems. So mm-hmm. it's always I have an excess pantry, right? So if we run out of something, it's it's become habit that we always check that first before we put it on the shopping list. Oh, that's actually you brought up a good point because I have this problem where I forget what I have. Yes. And so one so I was like at one point I was eating these like salads for lunch every single day and I was always putting chickpeas in my salad. So I'd buy like so many cans of chickpeas. <laughs> Abundance of chickpeas. Literally. In my right? Yeah. And then I just kept on forgetting that I had chickpeas and every it's single just... time I went to stop and shop, I'd buy like six more cans of chickpeas. Yeah. And then all of a sudden my husband's looking in the cabinet and he was like, We have twenty five thousand cans of chickpeas. Why don't you know when you have chickpeas? And I'm like, I don't know. I just keep forgetting how many I have or if I have any. And I keep thinking in the supermarket that I forget. And I'm also really bad at making shopping lists. So I'm thinking in my head like, oh, yeah, like I'll totally remember what I need. And then I come home with like all these double things. And I'm like, oh, my God, now I have like 86 cans of chickpeas and I don't know what to do with all of this. No, we could probably feed an army with all our chickpeas. Yeah, it's crazy. I always do that. Always. If it it makes you feel better, like you're very much not alone. Everyone does this. One of my favorite stories is I had a like client who was 83 mm-hmm. and she had 27 boxes of slow cooker liners i don't know if you know what those <laughs> yeah, are yeah, yeah. right so i pulled them out and i was like oh do you really like to use the slow cooker and she said i don't cook <laughs> <laughs> but every time she had gone to the store in the last you know a long time mm-hmm. she was like you know, it'd be great to grab a box of slow cooker. Oh my god, that is so funny. People do this all the time. Yeah. And so there's two good suggestions. One is I love for my clients to have an excess pantry. So right, it's you know sometimes you're at the grocery store and you're like I think we're running low on ketchup. Let me grab one. Right. But if you put that in a random place when you actually run out of ketchup, you're mm-hmm. not going to know where your ketchup is. Yeah. yeah. So like mine is in my coat closet. I live in a New York City apartment, but there's a top shelf. So whenever we run out of something. And my husband is in charge of making the shopping list, and it's his responsibility to check to see if there are things in there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one. And then also, if you're putting, like, cans in a pantry, put the same item in a line. So if you're hiding Mm -hmm. cans behind other cans, all your chickpeas should be in one line. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So you're not hiding all the different ones. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I'd probably make a list. (laughs) Yeah. I should probably start making shopping lists. I actually, so... I'm so bad at that. I have have a blog on my website about menu planning, and my husband now is like, oh my god, it's so we have such a good system, it's so easy. And I always want to, like, smack him over the head and be like, you know, it took us a year and a half to, like, actually form that habit. Oh my god. So we do have a really good system. Mm -hmm. So every Friday, he makes his meals at... I have nothing to do with the kitchen. Let me just say that. I don't do the grocery shopping. I don't do any of the cooking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so every Friday, he makes his list of things he's going to make for the week. And at the same time, he makes his shopping list. Plus, we also keep the shopping list really accessible. So Mm -hmm. whenever something runs out, it's your responsibility to be like, oh, we need more eggs. We need whatever this is. But, like, actually putting that into play, like, it takes a while to get the hang of and, like, yeah. not beating yourself up if you don't do it one week. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being so helpful and you waste so much less. 
Yeah. And I feel like also, like, financially wise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that a can of chickpeas costs that much, but it's just the idea of, like, buying things that you don't need. And then you just end up with, like, a hoard of, like, cans of, like, things that you don't need that you bought for no reason. And food expires. So, yeah. Exactly. 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 It's true. So, still on the kitchen subject, what about pots and pans? Like, how do you store that kind of stuff? Because I feel like all of mine are pushed into a cabinet. They're all on top of each other. I need the one on the bottom. I'm making so much noise. And it's just, like, a huge issue. So you're, again, not alone in that. Um, and even, like, I actually have a lot of clients who keep kosher, which means mm-hmm. they need a double set of everything. So it's, like, think about your 10 pots and pans and oh they my have God. 20. Oh, my um, So really, like, I like to tailor it to the person that I'm working with. But, you know, it's a really good thing for, especially, like, sheet pans, things like this. There's, and I don't know if you guys can put up, I have a link for an item that I really love. It's, um, you can change it to fit your pots and pans and you would put it in the pantry. And it's kind of like a paper sorter that you would put on the top of a desk, Mm -hmm. but it will hold pots and pans and things like that. Because the goal is that you don't have to pick up every pot and pan. Right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we can link everything that you, any products that you love, we can definitely link them in the show notes for them to check out. Yeah, because this one, and like a big thing too, a big issue with pots and pans is the lids. Mm -hmm. So even just putting the lids in a Yeah, I feel like the lids are what gets me. And then I can't, I can never find the lid to the pan the pan or the pot or pan yeah because it's another pot that's underneath the pot (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) super annoying there's and I feel like also the other thing is like pans get like scratched up too so I feel like if I have like a lid that's upside down the handle scratching the inside of my pan because everything's like piled on top of each other so that's also like really annoying yeah so this like the item that I'm talking about it will stop them from scratching each other so it just kind of files them so you don't have to they're not piled inside of each other yeah I think I've seen that before Yeah, yeah those are great um, so what about under the sink, kitchen and bathroom? I assume that they're pretty similar. So what do you suggest for that? So pretty often the thing that works is, and we can link to this also, there's, there are these products, either one drawer or two drawers, depending on what size, you know, space you have under the sink or what actually you need is, you know, it's, if you have a medicine cabinet, that's where your everyday stuff is. Right. And so under the sink often ends up being excess products, mm-hmm. um, you know, backup stuff that you're not really using all the time. So mm-hmm. I like to have drawers. Um, and then you can put things on top of the drawer. But again, it's all about categorization, right? So if it's all of your nail stuff, I would put a little bin with your nail stuff in it. Right. Because if you, when you go to look for your nail stuff, you know, for example, if it's together, you're going to see it all. If it's random, you're just not going to see it and you're not going to use whatever separate. Yeah, I yeah. think also like, like personally, my problem is like, I live in a very like, um, it's like an old house. So it was it was built in like the 1900s so the way that it was built is like the downstairs is very like spacious and you know it has we have a lot of room but then the upstairs is very tight the bedrooms are small the closets are small and the bathroom we don't have a master bath we have just like right. one bathroom for the entire upstairs that's just how a lot of the houses in north Jersey were built so you know my husband and I share one under the sink like one it's just one sink it's not like right. a two sink right. situation Same. so we share everything underneath the sink and it's just so annoying because it's like my stuff is getting mixed with his stuff and then it ends up being like I can't find my stuff because it's in the back or whatever and then like it's just to like fit both of our stuff like in the bathroom is like such a nightmare I feel like well and the thing is too like you know people live in New York City people live in apartments like you might only have one bathroom mm-hmm. and I think there's this idea that like your bathroom stuff has to be in the bathroom 
it's not true. So, like, I, we actually don't have a ton of space in our bathroom. My mm-hmm. makeup is not in the bathroom. My deodorant's not in the bathroom. My face cream isn't. It's in my closet right. because that's where I have space for it. And if my husband and I are getting ready in the morning, both of us at the same time, I'm not in his way because I'm in the bathroom. I can so do true. my makeup in my closet and I put a, you know, a mirror there. Actually, I, also, I always, like, joke about this because my husband wakes up every morning at 730 and, like, to go to work. And it's just, like, I always joke, like, Oh, haha! Don't you think it's like so amazing that I don't have a nine to five job and I don't have to also get up at seven thirty and get get ready in the same bathroom as you and be in your way? Because even yeah. like I'll get up at seven thirty, but I obviously like I'm not getting ready for anything, so I'm not like in his face. But I think the few times I've like had to go to the city for a meeting and I'm also up at eight a.m. He's like, "Oh my god, you're in my way. I'm getting ready for work." I'm like, "Okay, well I have a meeting." I'm like, "Can you imagine if this was an everyday thing?" I'm like, "You're welcome for being home." This is like, this is a constant <laughs> issue for a lot of people. And yeah. It's like, a linen closet is a great backup to bathroom storage. Like, yeah. really only keep actual, like, shower, toilet items in the bathroom mm-hmm. if you don't have space. And yeah. everything else can, it doesn't have to be in there. I think it makes a lot of sense when you just generally don't have a lot of space for things. Right. Yeah. Um, so what do you also think about, like, container organization going back to the kitchen? Um, I think it depends. I think that, honestly, kind of, people are getting to this point where they over-container. Yeah. Um, you know, you see those pantries that are, like, Pinterest perfect. Yeah. And it's great and if that's the aesthetic that you want sure is it incredibly helpful not really yeah um and there was this great Ina Garden article talking about how like please don't take everything out of like you don't have to take out your rice and put it in its own container because you forget when it expires yeah and also a lot of times like especially with spices you waste spices because they don't fit in the smaller container oh my god wait yeah. I had that issue I bought like a steak it was like a steak spice or it was like a man like a whatever like a steak barbecue spice or something and I I got the Costco like the big one and for some reason in my mind I had to like put it in another container but then it doesn't fit in that other container yep. so now I have two, two containers of steak spice and I'm like why did I just do that so yeah. now I have the big one that's only now half empty and then I have the little one and I'm like now I have to find room for two right. and I'm like why and it's like you have to ask yourself the question is it an aesthetic choice or do you like look I think things that do make sense are like people tend to put their flour right. okay so that makes sense because obviously also like the flour container you know leaks so that yeah. that makes sense or I have like my husband does a lot of baking so mm-hmm. he's a baking bin because it's on a higher shelf he can grab it all down at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, like, for pantry items, breakfast items, like, just make them visible. Yeah. You yeah. know, and especially, like, if people decide they do want bins, I always want people to go with clear because you can't right. see inside bins that are not clear. Yeah, that's clear. so true. Yeah, it's true. Do you recommend um, people actually, like, emptying out things into containers when it's, like, in a bag? Like, I think that's something that annoys me, like, me personally is, like, like you said, flour, like the, the kind of containers that the store gives you things in are sometimes super annoying. Right. Like, you know, flour is one or like rice is one or something that doesn't have like an, um, like a Ziploc that you could just like close up. Like sometimes the packaging they give you the food and is so annoying yeah. and like you can't re like close it. I th- so I end up containing everything. Well, and I think like it depends on the actual product and it depends on you. I think that a lot of people feel like this guilt, like they need to be like, Instagram perfect, and they need yeah. to put their like quinoa in a glass container. Especially like, if I'm like, Insta- I'm raising my hand. Right, I'm, like, exactly. Yeah. Putting my refrigerator on my stories, like, hi guys, this is what I'm eating today. My refrigerator is perfect, by the way. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, if you're actually thinking about it as like your life, how it should function, yeah. Like, 
you know, I buy a lot of stuff. We, we shop at Trader Joe's, and, like, their packaging is pretty good. So, like, the quinoa will actually, like, it's a, you know, zip thing. Yeah, sometimes they do, and I love it. But then yeah. sometimes, because we also shop at Trader Joe's. But then sometimes, like, because we do stop and shop and Trader Joe's for certain things. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's in, like, some stupid bag, and it, like, doesn't reclose. And then everything, like like flips upside down in the freezer and all of a sudden I have frozen broccoli all over the freezer and it's like so annoying I think yeah it's like ask yourself what why do you want to contain it in something different and if it's because like oh it will help my life function then go for it okay makes sense are you okay with that yeah (laughs) oh and I do have another question I love how I just keep on thinking of things that like personally in my I'm like what bothers me in my home um the other thing I think is do you agree with you know those containers that like people say leave your make your fruit last longer or your vegetables yeah. and you so you take your vegetables out and you put them in these like containers inside the refrigerator. I bought when I first got married, yeah. I registered for them and I ha- so now I have like so many of them and I always forget to put my vegetables in there, but I have them, so I feel like I have to use them. But like do they help or no? Okay, so I, I sighed because I also was like interesting. I need to see and quite honestly like okay, Maybe some of them do work. I haven't found one that does. And a lot of okay. like, a lot of people will be like, ooh, I bought this avocado tool. I bought this strawberry. It's like <laughs> those unique. Or the little yeah. lemon unique, container yeah. when they half a lemon. Right. I'm like, why do I have this in here? The truth is, is that like 95% of the time I hear from people like, oh, I don't need that. Like I yeah. thought, you know, like I actually bought recently like a plate scraper. I was like, oh, this is great. Like I can use it. The Wait, what's is, a plate scraper? I mean, like when you're going to put the plates into the dishwasher mm-hmm. that you would use like a little scraper tool rather than your fork to put like the extra food into the garbage wow. but I use my fork every time yeah, yeah and my so husband's like I don't see why you felt the need to buy that that's so, so it's you know I think it's you like you see it on a it's know, like little gadgets exactly yeah. like, oh, so but the truth is yeah like especially if you're trying to save money you yeah don't need I think things. I have like 12 like lemon squeezers and they're all different <laughs> one is like a cup and the yeah, other one's like yeah. a candle and this is like but there's so but many. you'll always go to one specifically yeah so mm-hmm. it's you know keeping and I've also had people be like I use my avocado tool every day and I'm like good like good if you, you use it great <laughs> yeah. if you don't you don't need it yeah that's so true um so what about like okay so pantry laundry room this was a good question if your laundry room and your pantry is in the same if again you live in a small house yeah and you have washer and dryer in the same area as your pantry so mm-hmm. me personally I do have this so washer and dryer is like a stackable inside of my in the back of my pantry closet so I have my laundry room stuff and sometimes like my cleaning stuff in the same room as like my pantry I guess like my I guess like extra cans and things like that like yeah how do you think that that's the best way to like separate them I mean I would think like like there's some practical things so number one is you know I would put cleaning stuff below pantry stuff because you don't want anything dripping from cleaning into pantry that makes sense yeah, yeah. Well, whereas if you get a little bit of food on your windex not the end of the world yeah <laughs> um and something else I would keep mind of is like you know there's a lot of heat that comes off a dryer so maybe not putting things that are so susceptible to heat like really close to it oh that's true I actually pile stuff on top of my dryer <laughs> Yeah. I just like throw things up there. Depending what it is, it's fine. But no, I mean, like that's definitely workable. You know, yeah. and obviously separating like no cleaning stuff should be with any pantry stuff. Yeah, and you know, just like taking extra care that like cleaning stuff shouldn't be open, or you know, maybe you do use a container for cleaning stuff because you really don't want the mixing of the two. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I am probably the coldest person ever. I have a hundred throw blankets. <laughs> And I just don't know what to do with all of them. So what's the best way to organize them? Because, I mean, you can fold them and put them to the side, but they're just in the way. Yeah, I have, like, four or five on the couch just laying around. Okay. 
So yeah. let me ask you this. Do yeah. you always go to the same one or are you like, no, today it's this? No, I'm definitely like one that's like, I want this one today. And then that one. Well, I have like a bedroom one. I have one that I like in the living room. I just okay. like have certain blankets. Okay. So <laughs> you don't worry. This is all the I time. I like my blanket. Like, like, <laughs> right. There are those people like, it, you're not, yeah, I have two throw blankets. And, like that's all I use. Uh-huh. Um, I often, in situations like this, I like to have people set their own number. Okay. So say that you have 30 throw blankets. I think before you decide, like, about folding them, whatever, let's decide how many you need. So okay. I think setting a number for yourself, maybe it's 10, maybe it's 15, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and then you pick the ones you love most. Because a lot yeah. of people are like, oh, I don't want to get rid of it. But let's kind of change the way you're looking at it and say, keep the ones you like best. Okay, okay. so first of all, deal with it in that way. And then, I mean, it's, like, really, like, some people decide to have a basket next to their couch where they roll them up. Mm -hmm. If you have room in, like, a linen closet, you could do that. You know, I have an ottoman that has storage in it, so there's actually extra I love those. Yeah. 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 So it depends on where you have the space in your home, but, like, 100% of the time, it's always, like, okay, but how many do you need? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's always, like, a common housewarming gift, right? Like, when we first moved into the house, I feel like all I got was candles and throw blankets so it's, i have so many candles and i have yeah. so many throw blankets because it's automatically what people buy you when they come over can i just say something about gifts which make up like 95 percent of people's clutter it's not a crime to say to someone hey i'd love to buy you a housewarming gift and i'm thinking in the 30 dollar range what would you like yeah, that's I actually wish. one of my one of my girl, <laughs> one of my girlfriends actually did that she actually told me she was coming over to my house for the first time i was having like a couple of girl girls over and she was and everybody kind of you know usually they just bring whatever they want but like she actually specifically texted me and was like i want to know what you need right. she was like tell that's me what so you need nice. tell me the color of your living room i don't want to get you something that doesn't match or doesn't make sense or that you don't need so tell me what you need and i'm like well, I'm in TJ Maxx right now, and I'm looking for the other set of this whatever. So if you have a TJ Maxx in Long Island, you could get me the other sugar to the matching set that I can't find in this one, in this That's like great. TJ Maxx. And it was great. She bought me like you know the other set of something I couldn't find that I wanted, yeah. and it was like so perfect because it wasn't just like extra stuff that didn't match or whatever. Because I think I, that yeah. is one thing that I've gotten a lot of housewarming gifts, and although I appreciate them. It's always something that, like, sometimes, like, doesn't match or I don't know where to put it. And I'm like, oh, my office is, like, kind of, like, lavender and my living room is sea spray. And somebody's getting me something that's, like, I don't know, orange. like, orange. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know where to put this. So it ends up, but then I feel like I have to use it because it was a gift and I'm not yeah. going to throw it away. Yeah. So I, like, end up just sticking it, like, upstairs and, like, just using it for something random that I probably don't even need. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's, like, so I think true. that's really nice when someone asks you, like, what do you need? I'm on a, I'm on a crusade of, like... Well, first of all, like, a, the big thing, like, I discuss with my clients is, like, not holding on to the guilt. Like, I'm a horrible yeah. person. I'll just put that out there. Like, if someone buys me, let's be honest, people are afraid of buying me gifts. But if they <laughs> do decide to buy me gifts and I don't want it, it goes directly into my donate. Because, yeah. like, like great, someone bought me a candle and I don't like that smell. Like, if I don't ever use it, it's a great donation. It yeah. is. But also, like, you know, so I really try and talk to clients about this of, like, you know, what, you know, talking to them about the gifts they've received and then using that as a jumping off point to be like, and when you give gifts to people and people are like, no, no, no. When I give gifts, people love them. Of course. <laughs> Everyone of course. keeps my gifts. I give the, I give the best gifts right. ever. Yeah. It's Nobody would like, ever donate a gift that I give. No. <laughs> if you like, also if you move in, you know, a lot of people are going to want to give you gifts, like making an Amazon wish list, things like that. Yeah. yeah. Helpful. Yeah. It is. It is really helpful. Um, I think the last, the last question I have um, is, so with 
going back to the, the fact that my house is a little bit old, all the houses on our neighborhood, we don't have garages. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a big thing that we, if you don't have a garage, where do you put those kind of like tools and the stack, that kind of lawnmower stuff like that? We have a shed in the back. Right. And then we also have this small area that's like off of our basement and we kind of just stick everything there. But like everything is such a hot mess. Like it's just piled. Like of course my husband's working out in the backyard. He'll come and just like kind of stick it anywhere. Right. So what what are your suggestions about if somebody did have, either, even if they did have a garage and if it was smaller, what are the best ways to organize tools and outside things? So like metro shelving is usually your best bet. Just oh, which metro sh- shelving? I mean, it's, it's honestly like... It's the shelving you see in every storage room ever. You can get it at Home Depot, Lowe's, like any... Like the metal ones? The metal shelves you put together yourself um, and and, uh, plastic bins. But also, like, something to keep in mind is, especially if it's outside, you want to make sure it's, like, a weather-tight tote. The container Mm -hmm. store sells them. And it's because you don't want to let in moisture and you don't want to let in insects. So depending on what you're storing and if it's inside or it's outside. Okay. But the shelving is really key because otherwise things just get stacked. Yeah. But, you know, so put the shelving in and use the clear things because also if if the bins are not clear, you're also going to forget what you have. Yeah. And then label. This is actually probably the most important area to label. You know, like, and putting all of your Christmas stuff together, putting all of this together. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... You want to make your life simple next time you need those things. So if you're like, I have three Christmas bins. Let me go grab them all. Yeah. Done. Actually, and that's a good point for seasonal things too, like seasonal decor for like different occasions and things like Halloween decor and your Christmas decor. It's not obviously out all year long. So you definitely have have to have somewhere to put it. That's the biggest thing to store. Yeah. So any last minute tips that you have for us? I'm trying to think. Like, so primarily like women in their 30s, Mm -hmm. it's... Like, I mean, I think, too, like, a lot of people that I work with, you know, can afford spending a ton of money at the container store, and it's really not a big deal. Right. And, you know, I'm in my 30s. I try and keep to a budget, and so that's always something that I try and be really conscious of. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important point to bring up that, like, you can, okay, so say that you want dividers in your drawers, you can use a shoebox for that. You know, like, there yeah. are always kind of DIY cheaper ways to do what you need to do and get th- get done the things you need to get done, and you don't need to spend a million dollars to do it. Right. Um, and then I think another thing, too, is, like, if you are a less than organized person and mm-hmm. it's something that you want to become better at, it's really not beating yourself up that, like, it has to be perfect. It has to be functional. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, setting a menu plan, things like that, they're habits that you just have to practice doing over and over and over again. And if you don't do it one week, it's not the end of the world. You go back and you try it again and you try it again. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah. I feel like I'm so hard on myself. Like, I'm always like, yeah. I'm so disorganized. But, I mean, just have to be a little bit less hard on myself and understand that if I just keep doing it and keep going, I think it takes, like, how many weeks to, like, make a habit? Three months. Three, is that three months? I that's is I it mean, three months? That I I might that might be wrong, but yeah, it takes it time though to form a habit. A hundred percent, it takes time. It's, Definitely. Like I, you know, I hear from my clients they are like, well, I, you know, I've I've kept it pretty well, but like not this one area, and it's like, okay, great, yeah, not a problem. You go back and you like you don't have to beat yourself up over it. Exactly, and also like I love thinking of it in a way of like just because something has always been true doesn't mean it needs to stay that way yeah just because I'm not a person who exercise so often doesn't mean that I can't be a person who does right exactly 
I love that. I think you gave us so many great tips. I know. It was awesome. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Awesome. So I'm Tori the Organizer. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram at Tori the Organizer. Website Tori the Organizer. Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and I have some really good blogs on, you know, if you're you're like, oh, I'd love to work with an organizer who really can't afford it. Like, I have a step-by-step how to do your kitchen, how to do your closet. That's and amazing. feel free to send me messages on Instagram, things like that. Like, I'm always looking for blog suggestions. So let me know what your specific issue is, and maybe I can work it out on my blog. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, you guys, check her out. Tori, the organizer everywhere. Such great branding. I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. And if you guys wanted to ask any questions or you wish that you had something to write in to us, make sure that you're following us on So This Is 30 Podcast on Instagram. Um, you could also follow Bay at XXBay and me at Fashion Style Foodie. So next time we chat, I can't wait. So thank you again, Tori, for thank being so here. Much. I'm being our very first guest. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, you are our first <laughs> guest. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.